live recording ish. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Definitely cut that out. All right. So, what's up, guys? Sean Bowen, Full Circle Investment Group, wholesaleoutofthebox.com. Um, today, we're doing an interview with uh, Jacob McPherson, and he's doing a little bit of talk on how he got in this business, how he got in this industry, uh, how we met, and how he's been doing things in the business and where he's progressing to there. So just a little interview on who he is and what it is. And uh, we're going to ask him some questions and then go from there. What's up? Nice. Nothing, man. What's <laughs> up with you? All right. So tell us a little about yourself and how you got in this industry. Um, how, how everything got going in real estate. How'd that happen? Um, so I think probably just like most of us, right? I started off with the, uh, always just kind of like having the drive for it. I had no idea how to get into it. Um, I went to one of those three-day seminars, just like I think probably most people do. Um, and that's kind of how I, how I got started. I, I did not have the money, nor did I have the want to spend $50,000 on a program All to right. try to learn how to invest. So um, I did uh, network as much as I, as I possibly could at that event. And one of the guys that was, uh, I guess, um, an original acquisitions manager of Scott, who was putting it on, uh, did actually give me some advice. And he basically just said, go to a RIA meeting and start there. So I went to my first trig meeting about two weeks after that event and started making my way around the room, super shy, didn't know who to talk to. And then somebody had pointed you out, of course, uh, from a wholesaling perspective and um, just kind of went from there. I didn't talk to you that day. I talked to you the next time because I was too scared. But right. Outside of that, that's uh, essentially where I got started. What do you think? Because I hear that a lot when people are talking to me. Um, how, how, what made you feel scared? Like, what makes me any different from you versus anybody else? Like, what made that a scary thing to walk up to somebody that already does real estate? I think it's just like, I, I feel like it's the unknown. I feel like there's so much out there right now where, like literally everybody, everywhere you go, every podcast you listen to, like they're always just like, you got to find a mentor, you got to find a mentor. But then it's kind of like, okay, well, how do I do that? And like, what makes me worth the time versus anybody else? Mm -hmm. So to me, it was kind of like that weird, awkward feeling of like, I want to go up and talk to this guy, but I have no idea you being as experienced as you are, how I'm supposed to help you and what I can even do to get started. Okay. That makes sense. So, got it. All right. Um, let's see. So we answered how do you get started in real estate? What made you decide to want to do wholesaling specifically? Uh, so wholesaling specifically for me was twofold. One, it was the, I guess the first initial way that I had learned that you could actually get into investing with little to no money down because the cost of marketing, depending on how much hustle you have is relatively low or at least can be. So, and then on top of that, my perspective on it was, I always wanted to learn how to go and find the deal because once you learn how to find the deal, it opens up so many more options as far as what you can do with an exit strategy. So whether or not that's literally wholesaling it out or if it's keeping it to rehab or if it's keeping it to buy and hold, I just felt like wholesaling was the, was just like the foundation of real estate investing. At least that's, that was my opinion. Okay, cool. Has that changed since then? No, no, I still think that that's true today. Okay. Um, <clears throat> What, how did you get involved with uh, wholesaling out of the box? Ooh, okay. So, so that second trade meeting that I met you at, um, so a lot of you don't know this, but I talk about it regularly because it's history for me. So 
Um, so this, the very first time I ever met Sean, uh, turns out that that's when he was starting up wholesaling out of the box. Um, and back then the program was a little bit different, of course, because you were just trying to grow it for the first time. But the basic concept and the basic strategy was always the same. It was, hey man, I'll teach you how to wholesale and we'll go on and we'll join venture together and we can both make a little bit of money in the process and you'll learn how to invest in real estate properly. And for me, that was huge. I mean, it was literally like I went to a three-day seminar Two weeks later, I went to my first re-meeting, and then a month after that, I met Sean, who literally right out of the gate was like, yeah, man, come to the Friday meeting and check us out and uh, see if it's for you. So that's how I initially got started in wholesaling out of the box. I think I was pretty fortunate to find you at that particular moment in time. I almost felt like a little bit of fate, not that I believe in that kind of stuff, but to a certain extent, you know, right. kind of. Okay. So, um, so that's how I got started. So I have an interesting story with that, as you know, but... Um, so I was with the program for six months mm -hmm. and I was getting married in September. I joined the program um, January, the, the previous year before we, Natalie and I got married. Um, and I had a rough time with it. I mean, I had two contracts fall through for different reasons and started to get really discouraged. And then I had, of course, family members, friends, everybody saying, I can't believe you're still doing this. What, like, why? Because I'm spending marketing dollars. I'm not seeing any return. I'm seemingly not getting any better. So I got out of the game because I was basically spending money on marketing dollars that I should have been spending on the wedding. So of course I heard that. Um, totally realistic, by the way, that was definitely on me. <laughs> but, so for me, I had to get out of the game initially. And I think it was just because of, I was listening to all of that stuff in the background from friends, family members, and then going through getting the deals under contract and having them, having them fall through was pretty discouraging. So, um, but then, so I, I took that hiatus for, well, I think it was about eight months. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, oddly enough, my father-in-law, actually, my mother-in-law and father-in-law found a rehab project up in Fredericksburg. And my father-in-law asked me if I could help him run the numbers on the front end. So I did that. And then they actually went in and got the deal under contract. And then they rehabbed it. And um, not like this isn't meant to sound bad, but there was part of me that was like, well, shit. Like, if, if they can do it, like, what the hell? So, because that's the way I feel. I mean, having two of them fall through was just discouraging. And, but at the same time, it kind of lit, I think, a fire as well, because it was like, I know I can do this business. I had it, right? It's just a matter of pushing through all of the suck and getting past the discouragement and taking all of the, the feeling out of it, so to speak, to a certain extent, and just pushing forward and not stopping. So, I called you, I think, what, March or April? And yeah. Uh, rejoined wholesaling out of the box at that time yep. had my first contract within 45 days of marketing and I had my first deal close within 75 days and how much did you make on that that was a $15,000 deal that's awesome so it works yeah it works <laughs> <laughs> okay what's uh what's the best piece of advice you could uh, you were ever if you were ever given that you want to give somebody else that's maybe watching this later or seeing this later on and be like, if you go back and tell your younger Jake self what to do different, what would you do? It's a hard question. <laughs> um, I feel like there's probably two things. Um, I think the first one is, <laughs> this comes straight from you, but it's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I think initially, especially when you're new to the game, right? When I was new to the game, the very first phone call I had, I was literally pacing around the house because I had no idea what to say over the phone. I had no idea 
what questions to ask. Like I was just losing my mind. Yep. So, and it was extremely uncomfortable. And it's just that idea of like, I th you have to force yourself to go and, and do those things that you're scared of doing in order to eventually get past it and move on. And that's how you grow. Right. So I feel like that's probably number one for me is, is get comfortable being uncomfortable. So, and I heard that from you initially. I think the second thing I would probably go back and tell myself is, uh, um, I, I, I don't even know that I would tell myself because I did it, but it was just the idea of like, if you really do believe in yourself enough and you trust yourself enough to do this business, then don't stop until you make it a success. Yeah. So, because for me, it was one of those things where I did get out of the game, right? For what I consider to be very valid reasons. And I think I would like going back, I probably still would have done that to this day. Mm -hmm. I think there's just part of me that, like, God forbid my father-in-law and mother-in-law did not find that rehab project and kind of relight that fire in me. I don't know if I would have found it again. So I feel like for me, it's one of those things where I would go back and just say, you're doing everything that you need to do. We know the process works. We know the systems work. Just keep going because eventually it will happen and you'll continue to grow. You'll continue to learn. And then eventually it'll start to be consistent. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, that's ultimately what we're shooting. Cool. Um, what is the best business book you've ever read? There's a couple. Um, Pick I two. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think I can. Uh, <laughs> Pick two. It's so hard. The best okay. two. Did you want to recommend somebody that's like, getting in this business, is going to watch this video later? What are the best two books you give that, that give them advice? Like, these are the ones that really got me going. Okay, so I think there's I – th I, hate to use this one, but I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you need the perspective, if you already have the perspective that you want to invest in real estate, then I don't think you need the book, but I think it's a good from a perspective standpoint. Um, but the two that I would really recommend, I would say the 21 Invaluable Laws of Growth, that's by John Maxwell. Um, that book is not real estate investing, it's not business, it is literally personal mastery and, and self, uh, I, I would say self-management, self-discipline, and personal growth. Mindset, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, because I feel like, uh, I think that that's like something that's missed up front with a lot of people. Like, I think people go to these seminars or you watch these videos online and you hear about people being successful, but what you don't see is the person that they had to become to be successful. Mm -hmm. So, and that's still a struggle for me today. I mean, time management is something that I still struggle with trying to balance real estate, trying to balance the rehab, trying to balance my nine to five as a mechanical engineer and then still having time for my family, friends, and wife. Yep. That's all stuff that you cannot learn in a book. Yeah. So I think perspective is huge when it comes to that and being able to try to figure out what you need to do personally as an individual from a growth standpoint to become successful. Okay, cool. Um, what is your biggest setback ever? What do you think your, like, and just for you, your biggest setback overall has been since you started this process? Probably time management has yeah. been the hardest one. Yeah. Um, and that's just because of the fact that no, nobody teaches you how to do that. Right. You know, like I've got my wife in one ear, I've got friends and family in the other ear, I've got you in the, in the investor world and more like, yeah, well, I'm out of ears at that point. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I feel like it's trying to, trying to figure out how you make all that work and balance everything is, has been really, really difficult for me. Um, and it's a forever changing, forever learning process. Okay. So what was your biggest success so far? Probably coming back and getting that first deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, because I feel like I needed it. Like, I needed that one to come through when it came through. I, like, I needed that, I needed that realization that it does work. Yeah. So. And I've got to. Yeah, and I, and I was missing that over the course of those first six months and just trying to learn that, you know, it's, it's all part of the game, yeah. right? Like, some of this stuff falls off and you can't control it and it is what it is. And I just feel like that's that's probably been the biggest impact. So that first deal, getting that first deal under contract and officially getting it closed, I feel like from there, like it's set aside any any previous concerns and worries that I had up to that point. And it just really allowed me to be like, all right, like we're full bore now. Like we know it works, we're good. Like there's no guessing. I proved the friends and family wrong. Like the shit's in the past, man, let's go. Nice. Okay. So, Meaning you gotta do the work. <laughs> do the work, goddammit. The success is there, but you got to put the work in. It ain't easy. All right. Uh, what is your favorite part of the business so far? <laughs> Ooh. Talking to sellers, actually, now it is. Yeah, it never was. Initially, it was not. Okay. Um, but now it's definitely, uh, I would say, the property walkthroughs. Like, I just, I appreciate, you know, this goes back to perspective, but I appreciate trying to actually help people out in the situation that they're in and really just kind of talking to them and figuring out whether or not it's a good fit. Right. So, and it's cool because at the end of the day, like, especially if you, like, you'll all learn if you continue on and, and progress. Like when you go to meet sellers and you start, you start flipping your perspective around as far as like, what can I get versus what can I give? That mindset shift and that paradigm shift are two very, very different things. So I think that being able to help other people is a massive portion of this business and not just on the seller side, but also on, I mean, go back to wholesaling out of the box, any, any students, any members that we get that come through the program and being able to bring somebody else up, I, I think that that's huge because it's just cool to see, like, I've gone through that part of the process, I know it works, and then being able to help somebody else go through that, I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I've said it so many times. Uh, what are you looking for, looking forward to with uh, the next few months with uh, wholesaling out of the box? So I'm looking forward to, so we've been, we've been talking about this in the background a lot. Of, I, don't, um, I don't know that anybody else is aware of it yet, but um, I'm looking forward to uh, starting more of the deep dives uh, on the acquisition side of the house. So teaching people, um, or at least helping people learn to talk to sellers. Mm -hmm. um, because we've always talked about it, right? Uh, to me, that's foundational. Because you can send out all the mail in the world, and you can do all the marketing in the world. But at the end of the day, if the phone, phone call comes in, and you don't know what to say and how to say it, and you don't know how to, you know, how to basically relate to the seller, then what good is all that? Hear that? <laughs> you have to know how to talk to sellers. Doesn't matter about anything else. You have to know how to talk to sellers. That's a really good one. So, guys, uh, just a quick little interview. This is, uh, we're going to start doing a few of these to, you know, introduce you to people that have gone through wholesaling out of the box, people that have either worked with Full Circle Investment Group, um, and the good, the bad, the ugly, right? This is not an easy business. This is uh, a try, a fail, come back, and then succeed, right? Um, and then to now, you know, keep going with acquisitions and being able to do a rehab, um, it's, it's all part of the process, right? And one of the big things I always tell people is, is be okay being uncomfortable, and we talked about that, right? get comfortable being uncomfortable. And if that is something that you have a fear of, it's you will not be successful in this industry if you do not take the time to do that, All right? So we talked about that a little bit in the group and how to do that. 
we call it the free dessert. So if you're interested, get with us and we'll talk about how that works. Right. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging out and watching this. Uh, hopefully this helps somebody and reaches somebody. If it does, please share it. And uh, we look forward to working with you and or a project that you're working on. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.